0: You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys,
1: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Locked On. Locked On. Locked On.
1: Locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked
0: On Cowboys.
1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, how was your Monday night? Did anything fun, exciting happen? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> nothing like what happened to you, sir. No, uh, not, I, we had nothing big happen over here. Just <laughs> arguing
1: with movie stars. It's all,
0: <laughs> guys. If you hadn't had a chance to go see what Marcus did to this poor movie star, is just trying to throw a football on TV. Uh, you guys need to make sure uh, you, you check check out of uh, the whole shenanigans that was going on last night on Twitter. It was. It's definitely worth your time.
1: Yeah, even movie stars aren't exempt from me calling them out on Twitter. You know, you, you've got
0: you've got to very analytic eye, Marcus. It's it's <laughs> you, you, you scout everywhere you go. You know, it was can't a, it was a it strong
1: off. strong day for the brand yesterday.
0: Um, <laughs> speaking of
1: brands, let's talk a little bit about running backs, Land. How does that sound?
0: Oh, god, yeah. I know this is this is uh, this is going to be a show. Um, let's go ahead. Th- th- just to be clear, this is laborious. I mean, you know, it, the it truth really is, is. It, it's it really this is. is not football. This is really not even team building so much this is a waiting game so it's 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 not as much fun as talking about what's actually happening on the field but I, we, I we know that we have to talk about it we know that we got to inform inform everyone or update everyone as we as we go
1: in my younger days i would stress out about this every single day there would be a million tweets about this holdout but uh, i don't care any much anymore because we've seen this over and over and over and how these things tend to play out but let's go ahead and talk about it Uh, There's been some news over the last 24 hours about the Ezekiel Elliott holdout. Um, I think there was a, from this morning, Jane Slater reported that the Cowboys made a very generous offer to Ezekiel Elliott, uh, maybe trying to give him some guaranteed money closer to Le'Veon Bell rather than Todd Gurley. Uh, Elliott's camp kind of came back and said that they're not going, Elliott's not going to play unless he gets a new deal. Um, and it sounds like we're not any closer to getting a Zeke contract done. But, um, Lena, let's let's just start there. What are your thoughts from kind of this through the
0: media negotiations so far? <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny because I, I think it was uh, was it Sigmund Bloom that just like yeah. a little while ago said, uh, "Can they get any more? Uh, you know." Bald faced, naked, about their negotiating through the media, and I pointed out that on, during the blue white scrimmage, Stephen Jones got interviewed and looked straight into the camera and said, "Though their people will not speak to me right now." So I, I think that, you know, yeah, I mean, I think at this point it's it's kind of reached the Cold War phase of the of negotiations, right? Where I think there's just. Uh, you know, the sides are kind of at a temper. we're at a temporary impasse. And, and, you know, I think we've, we've seen a little bit more news come out today, including the, the, like what you mentioned about, uh, that he may not come back and play and, uh, it, until he has a, or he says he's not going to play until he has a contract. All that is news to us, but not news to them. And so, right. um, I, I tend to think that, uh, you know, I mean, generally my personal opinion on it is that I don't really care until it's done. <laughs> like, But but I, I guess as far as like updating what's going on, I, I think honestly that, you know, it sounds like the Cowboys are offering, uh, according to Mike Fisher, top five contracts to both all three of these people, including Zeke Um that Zeke wants a little bit wants you know a gap between him and girly money the cowboys are currently offering slightly less than girly money um, and, but i think that you know that and i think that's where we are i think that you know, that space in there is where we have to operate i think for the cowboys at this point what they want is is for zeke to take a step mm-hmm. um, I agree. Yep. and and i don't really know what that's going to look like necessarily um, or what the kind of step they're kind of looking for specifically, but it, it clearly all this posturing in the press to me reads like, Hey, uh, okay, this is w- what we put forward. We need you to put something forward, we, respond or do something. Or we, At least give we, us a counter. We, offer. Let, let's negotiate. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and, and I think, you know, in, if anything, the kind of information, the press made it sound like, Hey, we're, we're willing to, we're not final offered, you know, like we're willing to we're willing to move around a little bit and increase this a little bit. Let's talk. So I think, you know, it may be time for Zeke to kind of take his half step towards the table as well. How much of this do you think is just Zeke not wanting to be in training camp
1: in case he were to get injured or something like that? Because that's. You know, it, it, let's say he tears his ACL in preseason. He doesn't get his, you know, he doesn't get a contract right away. He doesn't get a lot of guaranteed money. And then you see the same thing kind of happen out in Dallas, what happened in Pittsburgh last year where, you know, a guy like James Conner comes into the role and produces at, at least a similar level. Do you think that's going into Elliot's thought process here at all is, hey, I, I could be in camp and we could be working towards the deal, but it's just better if I stay away and then we get once we get a deal done, i'm coming back
0: i i think it's fully 100% leverage I, I mean i don't i think if it was up to him uh, you know I, I don't think he would worry i don't think he worries about that specifically i mean i could be wrong I, I, but to me i feel like this is 100% the agent telling him he can't he has to stay out of practice i think if you gave him a choice even with the situation the way it w- was I think he would probably show up and want to be here practicing. I could
1: yeah, be wrong, I, but I, I kind of, that's I, I kind of my person. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I don't even want to get into how much the Cowboys pay Zeke and all that kind of stuff because we've talked about all that in the podcast. We've we've argued about his value and all that kind of stuff. But I what, what I do want to talk about now, Landon, is let's say for whatever reason, Elliott is not there week one against the Giants. How does that change the Cowboys' offensive game plan? <laughs> How do you anticipate them kind of divvying up some of the, the running back snaps? Do you, do you think it would be Alfred Morris as a full-time running back? Would they use Mike Weber? Uh, what would
0: you anticipate happening if Zeke's not there? I think the first game is actually a bad example for us to be... I mean, the problem is, is that I, I think because it's the Giants like week 1 i think it's it's not necessarily the best test case because i think the plan would be instead just to throw the ball more i mean you know their defense is built the 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 good part of the giants defense is built to stop the run they 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 don't really have a lot in the way of pass defense you know you know so especially pass rush yeah yeah especially pass rush so i would say for that game specifically i would just you know shift to a more pass heavy attack and just mm-hmm. kind of go from there and then kind of what we saw in the final game of the regular season right yeah yeah and, and i mean obviously that had a, 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 some good effect and i think that they've probably gotten worse as a team since then so i i you know i think that that's probably what i would do specifically for that game and then you know if you got to the end of the game and you need to run the clock out i, I have a feeling that you could probably you know find a way to to mix in a, a combination of Alfred Morris and 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 uh, Tony Pollard and uh, you know, like I said, you know even Darius uh, Jackson, you know, J- getting Darius Jackson. I, I keep in forgetting it. he's on the roster. I mean, <laughs> I I
1: mean I know he's
0: there, but I just you shouldn't though, because he's getting a lot of the first team reps at times. I mean, he's he, it's definitely I, I would say this like, it, it, I, from what I've seen, he has gotten way 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 more first team reps than Alfred Morris. Okay, what about compared to, like, Mike Weber? Yeah, definitely. I mean, okay. Weber's never getting first-team reps from what I see. And and really, I haven't – I don't know that – and this is maybe a better question for John because John's seen more practices since, since uh, Morris has gotten here. I mean, I have seen several practices of that, but I don't know that I've ever seen – I think I may have seen one Alfred Morris first-team rep. I mean, I'm seriously, It's it's. he's not getting a ton. He's getting rotated in there. But I would say the vast majority of those reps are going to Darius Jackson and to Tony Pollard.
1: Okay. I mean, that's, that's interesting to me because, um, you know, I, Darius Jackson was a guy, obviously I know he's on the team, but he wasn't somebody I was really expecting to even have a chance to make the 53-man roster. You know, kind of felt like he was a guy who – you know, was going to play out the preseason, maybe auditioning for other teams. But if, but if he's truly getting that many first-team reps, at, at least there's a chance that he beats out Mike Weber. Maybe they're trying even to beats see. Him. You know, I think yeah.
0: that I mean, I think with 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 Jackson, they're really just they're trying to they're giving him his shot, right? Like everybody else here has ha- hasn't really had their shot. Uh, you know, Pollard's gonna get his shot. You don't worry about him. Weber's a draft pick, and he's new. You, 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 you know, you, you'll either you'll figure it out with him. You know what you have in Alfred Morris. You don't really need to go out and see that, right? Like, as long as he looks similar to what he did when he left, and he kind of and he does, you don't really need to see any more of that. I think mm-hmm. Darius Jackson has got the most unknown to a certain degree. You know, like Jackson's the guy that. You really, I mean, he has some upside here. If, it, if you want to see him do, go out there and do it and see how it works, you know? I agree. Um, I want
1: to go back to something really quick with Elliot. Talk, just talking about the, kind of the front offices view uh, about this running back position. Um, earlier this offseason, I think it was in February or March, Stephen Jones kind of basically came out and said, hey, we're going to pay Ezekiel Elliott. We're looking at that Todd Gurley number and we're going from there. Now we're into August and all of a sudden it's hey, we don't want to pay you Todd Gurley numbers, we want to pay you LeVeon Bell numbers. What do you think has changed for the Cowboys front office? Or do you think anything has changed? Do you think it's just more kind
0: of posturing from the front office? I think it was just a mistake. Honestly. You think? Yeah, I do. I just think he he made a mistake and, and he shouldn't have said that. Like I...
1: now, okay, let me let me let's go <laughs> back to that. Is yeah. there any chance is there any chance that somebody in the organization maybe tried to explain to them, you know, running back's values? We're seeing this on Twitter, right? Every single day you're seeing teams, or not teams, sorry, people on Twitter arguing about the the value of a running back. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Zeke is 100% irreplaceable, but do you think somebody, you know, in the Cowboys front office, I actually know a couple of their analytics guys said, Hey, look at look at what the rest of these teams are doing with blank running backs, replaceable level running backs. We don't need to pay Ezekiel uh, yeah, $15, dollars to get, you know, to have this kind of production. Sure. Blah blah blah. Sure.
0: Do you think that's just maybe factored into it a little bit? I, I, let me let me rephrase this. I think saying anything about price points before a negotiation was a mistake. I agree there, yes. I, see, I don't think that necessarily, I don't think that they've changed their mind about what they want to pay. Or Zeke the value Elliott. of the, pl- or, yeah. or the player, the yeah. valuation I th- of the I player. I think that yeah. they still feel like they will pay him more than uh, Todd Gurley. I, 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 what I don't think is that they want the negotiation starting at Todd right. Gurley number, the, sure. the, you want negotiations starting underneath Todd Gurley's number, and then have make Zeke work you up to above uh, Todd Gurley's number. That's I that's th- what that's where I think the negotiation is. Is that I think the problem is is that they realized that by Steven saying that it got negotiation off onto a very wrong foot. Because you don't want to start at 14. Because if you start at 14, then Zeke's going to start at 20. Right, and you right. guys are going to you know need to negotiate. So what you do is you needed to start below uh, Gurley's number and make Zeke work you up to above Gurley's number. So do you think that offhand
1: comment by Steven Jones is the reason why we're in this holdout kind of situation now?
0: No, because even... Zeke said today in the in the article he told them in January that he he wanted the contract or he wasn't playing this year. So I, I I really think the only thing that was the only thing that happened with that comment is that he he made it he miscalculated on a negotiation tactic, you know. I, I think it, I think he was too honest. I think he you know what I'm saying. Like I think he was like yeah yeah we we'll pay him more than Gurley. Did you say he has a little bit of his dad in him then? Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily, it, it hasn't, it hasn't really worked against, this is, and I was going to say, this is one of the first times I've ever seen where it actually seems to have worked against them, mm-hmm. right? Like, what was the last shot. time that you feel like they made a negotiation, no, negotiating tactic mistake? I, I think the difference between him and his dad, and and this is maybe also, which, which is weird, um... Is that I think that people think Steven is smarter than Jerry because they think that Jerry's crazy. But Jerry's crazy like a fox, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't think that's I don't I don't think that's but, true but, at all, right? But here's yeah. specifically what it is is that Jerry knows that in that moment what he needs to do is throw a word salad of nonsense at the mm-hmm. reporter until mm-hmm. he loses interest and stops talking about that, right? But right. Steven because he or doesn't just make think, up a new word. Yeah, because Jerry doesn't <laughs> really want to lie, he just doesn't want to answer the question. Right. Right. Right? right so so Jerry's good enough to know that if he just you know speaks nonsense the way he does, you'll stop asking the question and he can Absolutely. walk away right. J- Stephen just told him the truth, <laughs> like, and you know without any kind of hidden you know any smoke or mirrors there and, and I think that honestly that it was it was a mistake, it was a negotiation mm-hmm. mistake, not a Honesty or uh, it, uh, factual mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like it was sure. a strategic mistake in negotiating, not so much uh, an untruth or a lie or a miscalculation on what they want to pay.
1: I agree. Um, a couple of people have asked me this, and this is kind of a pure hypothetical. But Why
0: are we still talking about this? I, no, I hate talking uh, I about know, this. I know. Do, <laughs> do, do you think the
1: Cowboys have fielded any kind of trade calls for Zeke? Do you think anybody no. is called to say, no. hey, if, if you don't get this done, we'll give there, you a we'll You, give you a third. are going
0: to get such a terrible return on your investment. You're not going to get what you want in a trade for Zeke, right? Like, I mean, no one is... Well, I mean, that depends on who you talk to, right? Because if you talk to...
1: Listen, for the Cowboy fans out there, yes. I think in a vacuum, people will think they, have, they would get a terrible return. In terms of the analytic community... I'm not sure you would get a terrible return, right? I, I think those guys all would right. say, "Hey, if you could get a if you could get a third or fourth round
0: pick and not have to pay him, that would be that would be a haul." I don't know that the analytic community hates Zeke as much as we all believe that they do. No, I, I, I don't think they hate. No, Zeke. no, no. I not, hate, not, the, I'm saying I don't know. Let me rephrase. I don't think that the analytic community and hates the idea of paying Zeke as much as we. Act like they do. No, they, you're you're right, though. You're right. You know, I think that there, there's again, th- there is something to this needing to drill down on this argument to, to a little bit finer level to say, don't pay running backs. It, you know, it's, it's kind of a nice tagline. It's not. It's like running backs don't matter. I don't know why you mm-hmm. started that one, but I, it's like uh, it's nice I little know. tagline that you know it's easy to say and it's a it's a it's a good hashtag. But but it's it's not it's not comprehensive enough. Yeah, it's a much
1: more nuanced conversation. Yes. Exactly.
0: Right? And I think that, you know, guys like Zeke and and some of these other guys that you can pay these guys because they're talented enough and they can provide you and and, and guys like this can can pay off their value. It's just sure. that it's, it's a good kind of rule of thumb not to pay them. It's, it's just going back to, this is why I hate this, it's because we're saying the same things <laughs> over and over again. It's like I said, I guess, months ago. It could have been years. I don't even know anymore, Marcus. <laughs> when I said that, you know, it, it, that you can't, you don't plan for the exception to the rule, but you also don't ignore that there are exceptions to the rule, Right. right? Right. And I think that's where we are. Is right now that's what makes this whole conversation difficult is because was Gurley worth the money? No. But why was Gurley not worth the money? Because he has an ongoing knee injury and he right. can't, you know, you can't say Zeke doesn't have that problem. Zeke has a different shaped problem, but injuries are not a problem for him. So, and that's really the main thing that kind of drives the price down on running backs is like they miss time, they tend to get injured, they their plays blah blah blah. blah. The thing that makes Zeke unique that, which is nice of the rhyme, is that he, he stays healthy and, and that health perpetuates right. his play because he gets a lot of experience. He, you know, you can rely on him being there. He's a stabilizing force for your offense. I, I, I think again, there's a lot of nuance into this conversation, and this is a difficult negotiation. Zeke is leveraging the Cowboys in the only way that he has the ability to at this current time, because he knows that they believe that they have a good team when they do. He knows that this is the only way that running backs are going to get recognized as if they are recognized as how valuable they are to that team specifically that's built for him. And I think that he's, getting the most out of his money. These guys are going to figure this out. It's, he's going to come back into camp, and he's going to be a Dallas Cowboy for three or four more years, and then we'll deal with this again in 2022 or 2023. Uh, I will be
1: shocked if Elliott's not on the field for yeah. week one. Actually, and I'll it, be shocked if he's not in camp when the Cowboys go back to Dallas for training camp. Once they, I think they break camp in Oxnard here what, in like a week and a half, yeah. something like that. I, I'll kind of be shocked if he's not at least practicing a couple of weeks before the season, so. and that's
0: and that's why this is this is, I don't you know it's like, I, I don't it's the whole uh, uh, give me the baby I don't want to deal with the birth you know it's like I, right. I just, just I just when it's done I'm interested to look at the contract structure I'm interested to talk about it then but until then like let's just wait till it's done <laughs>
1: yeah la- last thing Landon before we leave um, at what point in the offseason, would you start getting nervous about Elliot not being ready for the opener? Like, I, will,
0: I will officially stop worry. I will officially start worrying about it the Sunday before we play So a week before. The week before. That is when I am getting worried about it. And even then, like... Uh, Could he come uh, in on Thursday and be ready uh, to go? No, you know, honestly, if he missed week one, it, it wouldn't be great, but... I, I feel like we can beat the Giants without him. Oh, yeah, who's beyond, about the Giants. Beyond that, <laughs> and I don't, I don't really know the rest of the schedule off the top of my head. I, I just know that we play the Giants first. But beyond that, like Dolphins, Redskins, Giants or Dolphins, oh my God. Or sorry, I mean. Giants, Dolph, Giants, Redskins,
1: Dolphins are the first three
0: games. Giants, Redskins, Dolphins. We'll see. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I almost feel like he can miss the first three games, and we might be okay. Week four uh, against the Saints, Sunday Night Football. Uh, so you need That's, him back that's the that. game, right? I need him back. I think I need him back at least a week before that. If he missed, uh, he, I, you know, I, I shouldn't say that. We we need him back for the Redskins. We do. Okay. So I, I because I mean it's it's a division game. We gotta win these games. These are these are imp- these the first few games of the season are important because you have such a killer schedule in the back end. You need mm-hmm. stack wins. So yeah, if if, if he's not back. If if we've gone through the week one, and we miss and we lose to the Giants or something, then I'm in panic. If we get through the week one and we beat the Giants and he's still not here, I, I'm still not feel I'm not feeling great, you know. Like, but I, I gotta say, it's gotta be regular season time before sure. I'm gonna start really freaking out about yeah, this. Yeah, it, it, it's
1: August six, and I'm saying we don't need Zeke to to beat the Giants, but inevitably. Once we get to our week one preview, uh, I'll probably end up picking the Giants if Zeke's not there. Go look I mean, at this Go
0: look just, what they're <laughs> dealing with. Go look what they – have you seen, like, all the injuries they're oh, yeah. dealing with? Oh, yeah. So, okay. And, and by the way, that, you know, Robbie Amell is their quarterback, so I think
1: – That
0: is the way to tie up the show.
1: That's it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. Uh, make sure you're following him. He's going to be at camp the next yes. couple of days, so make sure you guys do that. Uh, you can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and We will see you guys next time.